Hey everybody, this is Jason. Before we get started with the episode, I just wanted to preemptively address something. This episode was recorded before Bobby Moynihan, Sashir Zamata, and Vanessa Bayer all left SNL this past week. Not much changes regarding the episode you're about to listen to. We just don't want you thinking we're not paying attention. Enjoy the show. It's over under fair. Saturday Night Live cast members featuring Jason Pinkham, Lacey McGraw, and Roger Castillo. With your host, Dave Roldan. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Roldan. Hey everybody, thank you, thank you, no thank you. Uh, it's great to be here, uh, hosting Over Under Fair, the final word in pop culture relevance. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times I've done this, I've lost count, but uh, you know, I don't number the episodes, so I'm not really sure. But uh, you know, I'm, I, it's really great uh, to be back, you know, in front of everybody. I really love doing what I do. Um, normally this is where I would make a monologue joke, but my writers are really bad, so I didn't have one. So... Ha 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 everybody. Ha ha ha. Uh, you guys are a terrible audience. Anyway. Boo. Hi. What? There we go. I think you're part of the elite 13 timers <laughs> club. Uh, so if, if that wasn't any indication, <laughs> the intro, uh, we are talking about Saturday Night Live. Specifically, uh, it is a, this is another list episode. So if you Yay. were, if you were a fan, if you were a fan of the 1996 alt rock, uh, up down thing that we did, we're doing it again this time with Saturday Night Live. Uh, it's kind of having a, a resurgence. It's in the news a lot anyway recently for reasons you may or may not be aware of. We don't need to discuss them here. Um, the president hates Saturday Night Live. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shocker. Yeah. So anyway, that that being said, we're not talking about any of that. We uh, we have a list. It is the Rolling Stone uh, all cast members ranked list. It was published in 2015, but it's not too far off from what is still current. Not a lot of turnover since then, um, unless someone really wants to ride for uh, like. Melissa Via Senior. I think we're okay with the members that we have listed on this thing. But she did do a really great sketch on the Aziz hosted show this season, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, anyway, but to introduce them directly, uh, my co host, Jason Pinkham. Hey, buddy. Roger Castillo. And Lacey McGraw. Hello. How's everybody doing? Feeling all right? Fantastic. Thank feeling, you. Feeling funny. Glad that we nailed down that intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Felt real good. Um, so this is again in practice. We all brought to the table a couple of names. We have uh, we have our list of overrateds and our list of underrateds. We don't need to talk too much about fairly rateds because it's 140 plus fucking people. That would take literally all night. So rather than nitpick through all of it, we we have some people we want to talk about specifically in the overrated capacity and the underrated capacity. Two for each of us. Um, I don't know really how everybody feels about Saturday Night Live. It is a large touchstone for me personally of uh, things that I have found humorous and, you know, stuff in my life. I know at a certain point in time, Saturday Night Live was appointment viewing. Like, I definitely waited at home and watched Saturday Night Live on a regular basis. Is that anybody else have any Saturday Night Live stuff they feel strongly about? I don't think it was ever, like, appointment viewing for me, but it's always been something that's like, oh, man, Saturday Night Live's on, you know? So, you know, it's one of those things where it's it's been around in my life. Um, I've been watching it. Not religiously, but I've definitely been watching it throughout the years of my life. I mean, it's been on longer than I've been alive, so. 
I've seen I've seen it go through its phases and stuff, and it's different eras. It has and had many. It, I, it has. I've seen it evolve. So I watched it most personally uh, in re- rerun form on uh, Comedy County Central. Central. Yeah, yeah, that was a large portion where I watched a lot of the stuff mid, too. Like in my high school years, like that's where I, I did my most watching of it because it was on every day from like three to six before they had a lot of original content. Those were good days. So it was like you could just you just got and it was they didn't really play a lot of the older stuff. They played almost exclusively like. 93 to like 2001 ish. Yeah. Like they played, you know, the cast that for me is familiar with, like, you know, Will Ferrell being your mm. premier guy. And that's, that's really where my comfort zone is. Mm. And that's actually, I mean, that's where I settled in on your yeah, list stuff. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Cause like, well, that's, you have a familiarity. Yeah. It, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause that's, it's, there's a lot of great talent in that era too. For sure. So. I grew up in the Comedy Central era where they played nothing but the 80s. Yeah, so that was that. They they started with those, like yeah. yeah. And the Forgotten Season of '86, they had the Doom cast of Robert Downey Jr., Anthony Michael Hall, uh, for a brief time. Uh, Damon Wayans, who had the distinctive pleasure of being on Living Color and SNL. Fun yeah, fact. yeah. So and then because he um, pretty much like quit SNL or got fired. I don't remember. Yeah, the exact, well, yeah, sorry. exactly. And then it um, didn't end well. <laughs> no, it did not end well at yeah. all. Um, and then uh, jo- jo- a young Joan Cusack as well. She was on that cast. Um, but that was the no one talked about the the, the lost. That was Lauren Lauren Michaels' uh, return to glory, if you will. But mm. um, a lot I watched a lot of bad SNL. It, it yielded a lot of good shit though, because like eighty six, eighty seven is when like your John Lovitz, Phil Hartman, like yeah. that whole the Dana whole Carvey. core. Yeah, Dana Carvey, all those guys came in and like really revitalized the show. Like yeah. it was it was in a pretty good place for a few. Was years that there. the season that you're talking about, Roger? Where like they like fired everybody practically at the yep. end of it. Yeah, at the it, end of it, they, yeah. there's a sketch where Lauren Michaels locks the entire cast. In yeah, the and room, they're on fire, except right? for John Lovitz, and like sets the room on fire. Yeah, it's pretty much just saying we're all they're all not coming back, with the okay. exception of John Lovitz, who did return and then brought in a bunch of other people. Jan Hooks I mean, doing a disservice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this we've you know between all of us, I'm pretty sure we've we've watched pretty much every. I mean, I can speak. Personally, like uh, my parents were fans of the show from in the seventies too, yeah. so I've seen all of those seasons in reruns more than once. I've watched the first, the first five seasons because they're so fucking treasured, and yeah. I've seen all of those. You know, I've seen all that shit. So, I've definitely seen like the highlights of those seasons. I don't, I can't say I've watched the episode like mm-hmm. from beginning to end from those seasons though. Yeah, so between between all of us, we all have our, we all have viewed most of this show, and we all have. Lots of fond memories of this show, and we're going to get into some of that while we go over our overrated and underrated peoples. Uh, I'll leave it to Lacey. Which one do you want to start with? you want to go overrated or underrated first? I'm going to go with an underrated cast member, and I think I'm going to cho- I'm choose to talk about him because he's still actually on the show, to my knowledge. Okay, so we're doing, we're doing underrateds first. I'm hitting underrated. My first one was Bobby Moynihan. Um, for for reference point, uh, we'll give you numbers. This this number is well over 140 at this point, so we'll tag the numbers on there, and then we'll kind of explain why we think they should be higher or lower. Um, he is listed at number 98, and honestly, the lower end of the list. It is the lower end of the list, and I don't I don't necessarily think he even needs to be like. I would say like somewhere in the top 50 is probably a little bit more fair for him. Definitely. I think 98 is just way too low. I mean, he's not one of those cast members that I think of like as like he doesn't he's not like the engine to the show, but like he is the guy that is in like a ton of sketches on Saturday nights and he does 
he, he's like a great like a uh, support guy. I feel like Bobby. Yeah, no, he's is. excellent, and, and he's hilarious. Like he's absolutely. really funny. He has a physical comedy <laughs> element that not a lot of other cast members have all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's easy to chalk it up to like being like the big outgoing guy, but like he plays really well in that area, and it's not. This is way, it's criminally underrated. Yeah, and he's not super like over the top. He's not like your Chris Farley where he's just like, it's all like in the room, like in your face. Like, I don't feel that way about Bobby Moynihan, but I think like he's, he's got, like you said, the physical comedy and like, I've always enjoyed him. When he first came on, I remembered as a featured player, um, I can't remember what year it was. I mean, he's been on it for a while now. Um, Several years. Um, when he first came on, I was like, I don't know about this guy. Is he, already, you know, they were kind of just throwing him in here and there, and you're like, oh, who is this? The featured player, Bobby Moynihan, and he really grew into that role and yeah. started getting better no, bits. He and he, he's really, I think he's really funny. So I just thought 98 was way too low for him. And he's rated behind people that like you don't even remember. Like I yeah. don't want to, I don't want to shit on these people individually, but like Casey Wilson was on for a season, who I love and other things, but. She's like 71. Jim Belushi is number 72. If you can't hit the Belushi yeah. line, something's wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I thought this was just... Like, I, I just thought it was like... Exactly, that's what I'm I saying. I thought it was like inappropriate. Brooks Whelan. Brooks Whelan. Yeah. Who the fuck's Brooks Whelan? You know what I mean? Like, Bobby Moynihan deserves to be way higher on this fucking list. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I would definitely say so. And another underrated one I had was Sherry O'Terry at number 94. That's very low. I felt like it was really low for her. Um, I know... I feel like Sherry O'Terry is kind of like an acquired taste, but... She had some really classic bits that she did. And, yeah, I just thought that 94, that's that's really on the low end of this list. She was a huge part of that cast, like that, Jason was yeah. mentioning earlier. With, like, with her and Will Ferrell as those cheerleaders. That, like, late like, 90s, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were a big deal. Love them or hate them. Like, she was front and center for a lot of those seasons, you know, like... I was going to say she was the queen of the era that I watched. Yeah, her and like Anna Gasteyer. Like, yep. Yes. You know, they were both like ranked in there as, yeah. as people that probably should Towards be Towards the end, Maya Rudolph a little bit. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Oh, I love Maya Rudolph. But yeah, like that's... Sherry O'Terry has never been... You're right. She is an acquired taste that I never particularly acquired, but 94 yeah. is still too low. Like that's... She's funnier than 94. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Say, I just thought I that... I don't understand how she's that low underneath the... It's... She was on... She was a main skip person... Between what? Between ninety four and ninety six? Or I'm yeah, sorry. she was like, or like she 90, was until 95, like ninety nine. Yeah, ninety five to ninety nine. Yeah, in heavy rotation. And yet, I don't. What I think it is as I'm going through this list, speaking on people specifically like Sherry or Terry, is that they this list tends to favor people who had success after SNL. This list favors people who went on to greater things. Yeah, you know, and if I mean use that as a segue into you know. My underrated in it, it, speaking of people who could have gone on to greater things, Phil Hartman. I mean, he's number seven on the list. It's not like he's low, but he to me was the definitive. He played all roles. Yeah, he could lead. He could be like a, like a Moynihan, like she was saying. Like he could be, if we're using the car analogy, he could be the engine of sketch. He could yeah. be the transmission. He could be the brakes. He could be the tires. It didn't matter. And what often he was, was show to show. Yeah. Like they Absolutely. they utilized him in every sketch. Yes, exactly. He was. I kind of feel like I remember watching it. It felt to me like this was a guy who, if they didn't think an idea was funny, they could put him in front of the camera and he would make it and funny. make it funny. And, yeah. And, you know, to see him at number seven below guys like, you know, king of our, you know, group overrated list, John Belushi. <laughs> we, I know. was going to get to him when we talk yeah, about overrated. Yeah. But, but if to we... see him under there is just, it to me, is kind of an insult to a man who, I guess, 
I, he, we all know the tragedy of Phil Hartman, mm-hmm. and to have what could have been a better legacy left. I think he would be man. higher. I think yeah. he would be higher if he would have if he would have had a chance to do more. Absolutely, for sure. 100%. I, I would agree with that, but I think seven is it's fine. I'm I wasn't like I didn't look at this and go, oh, Phil Hartman's low. No, yeah, I top ten. Top yeah, 10. I mean he's, he's number seven. He's the people above him, with the exception of our group. Overrated. Let's just get it out of the way. So John Belushi is number one on this for, list. For, for the record, though, go ahead, Roger. I'm so sorry. The, the best skit of Phil Hartman all the time is the over retentive cook. Whatever, like whatever skit he did, the over over the uh, over retentive cook. Yeah, the over retentive. Yeah. That skit or the over retentive fisherman. That is <laughs> yeah. the one, the best skits of all time because the skit where him and Chris Farley go together and he puts the the sandwich in the paper bag and everything. Chris Farley's like losing it. You can, like literally, you think <laughs> yeah. they're losing it together. It's one of the, I'm sorry, but like that's an underrated skit, but it always made you crack up. Every yeah, time. Phil Hartman is really he's in a class by himself. It's almost like you almost feel bad putting him anywhere on a list like this because he was so much better than a lot of these people. Just as a yeah. comedian, like yeah. you know, he embodies so he's emblematic of exactly what this show is supposed to be, and he yeah. did it for you know years, and it's. You know he is number seven, so it's not like he's totally shit. No, on, but, but you look at him and you, you see guys like I know what you're saying. I, I yeah, agree with you. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. Bill Murray was not SNL good. He right. was okay at the on time. SNL. He, he was good. He's way yeah. better outside of SNL. No, I agree with that. And you know Dan Aykroyd was okay on SNL. He had good moments. I'm not a Dan Aykroyd, but guy. he was like, not. I, I would, Phil I would Hartman. disagree with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I would disagree with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. I but think we, Phil Hartman's a top five. Guarantee. So just because we like I touched on it, yeah. John Belushi's number one. All of us agree that John Belushi should not be number one on this list. We could we could split hairs about who should be number one. I I said Eddie Murphy. I think some of us did. Jason, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So Lacey, yeah. Eddie Murphy, not number one for you. But uh, John Belushi isn't number one. Like this is there is a recency bias with some of this, and we're not of an age where we can remember that shit. But again, I've talked about it. I've seen every. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I've seen practically every fucking episode of Saturday Night Live. While I get quote unquote the appeal of a guy like John Belushi, and yeah. he was like the focal center of that show, I don't think it holds up. Like John Belushi yeah. is a funny man, but John Belushi on Saturday Night Live was pretty good like he's good he's not unfunny the cheeseburger, yeah the cheeseburger sketch's yeah, good you know his samurai sketches are pretty yeah, good you know the booze brothers are the fine mini, that's the that's the thing though. yeah he's coasting on a legacy of being yeah. gone too soon and being you know like the guy of the the era like the one that's romanticized yeah. and, and, he that's, was, and he was a guy who also i think had his his legacy was created by his partying yeah and the people that that he left behind like all yeah. these people treasured him so much that you know it's passed down forever and ever and ever that John Belushi is like the 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 stick that everything else is supposed to measure up to. And so I, much so that he bequeathed a career to his brother. That he be, yeah, right? That yeah. Jim Belushi could ride his fucking coattails into a successful Onto career. Onto this list. Onto this list. Fuck you, this list. people that Lacey just mentioned, ahead of like Bobby Moynihan, you know, like ahead of yeah. Sherry O'Terry. People that are 700 times funnier and if, than Jim if, Belushi. if I'm being honest, I don't even remember Jim Belushi being on Saturday Night Live. Because no one cared. Was he? Like, yeah. he was like a, kind of like a blip on the radar, yeah, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, it should have yeah. been his whole yeah. career a yeah. blip on the radar. And it wasn't. I'm, I'm, I kind of sound like John Belushi. I can be funny too. Wow. Yeah. I'm from Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just to and touch I don't on... like women either. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm a Bears fan. Okay. That comes for something. Uh, right? I'm glad you touched on that because that is like it is a a huge thing that people talk about now. Like John Belushi hated every woman on the show. Like flat out said they aren't funny. Women aren't funny, and the women except Gilda Radner that he worked with weren't funny. Which is Jane Curtin, who is fucking funny. So fuck yeah, John Belushi for sure. And Lorraine Newman, who may come up later, <laughs> but. Um, 
Yeah, we let's just get that right out of the way. No one put no one put John Belushi on the overrated list because we all thought John Belushi was overrated. Yeah, so we were going around the room, we're like, "Who you got? John Belushi? John Belushi? John Belushi?" Yeah. So, okay, so we're just doing John Belushi. So we'll just say John Belushi shouldn't be number one. <laughs> and then uh, okay, so my other good. my so other underrated, still underrated. Uh, last one. I, I had five. I had a tough time pairing this down. It's hard. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. It was difficult trying to narrow it down to two. We'll talk about some of these people, but but uh, I want to favor later era uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg to me was the post-Will Ferrell fallout, like, savior. Where was he on the list? He, he was number 22. 22. Yeah. Now, that's that's not low by any stretch on a list that goes to 150. But, you know, he's behind Chris Rock and Al Franken, guys who kind of... Chris Rock, great comedian. Chris Rock, hilarious comedian. Bad Underutilized SNL. SNL cast member. Yeah, like, he doesn't have a legacy. And, you know. and, you know, Rachel Dratch, who's kind of like a great background character. Watch your mouth. We'll she's talk a, about she's it. a phenomenal <laughs> background character. She's not great unless she's doing the uh, that ugly character. Uh, I can't forget, remember her name, but she like did Debbie a, Downer. Debbie Downer, thank you. We'll guys. talk about it. But you know, <laughs> to see him to see him down there, you know, behind Dana Carvey, who kind of I think Dana Carvey works in doses. Andy Samberg is similar, but I think better in those doses. Andy Samberg. And he created if, the the, uh, the whole like web aspect. I was literally just about to say that Andy Samberg, if only by virtue of creating the digital short, yes, has like he innovated SNL into an era that they were not ready to do. Like right. he he made them internet famous, which brought a whole new list of the whole new uh, bunch of eyes to this show because it was you know at the end of this this cast run of guys like Will Ferrell and. You know, Daryl Hammond is still there tangentially, but yeah, like the Tim Meadows and people like that. Like, it's the end of a whole era of people that have been there forever. And Andy Samberg was a fresh face. He was a writer. Shit got weird again. It got like kind of fresh and innovative. And he did this digital short shit. Some of them are fucking ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. But by and large, they're great. Like, the shit that he was coming up with was really funny and really fun to put on TV. Side note every listener listening knows Dick in a Box. Everybody everybody knows Dick in a Box. That's why I think Justin Timberlake should literally, he might actually do this. He should send Andy Samberg, like, a Christmas ham every fucking year Seriously. for making him like a multifaceted star because mm-hmm. no one knew Justin Timberlake was funny yeah. and Andy Samberg was like you know what he is and this is why and he like made him super popular yeah. I, I will credit Saturday Night Live for the record, that I think the uh, Dana Carvey is a generation thing because it's my generation and, I, and Jason we're only it's only six years apart but People that I grew up with always find Dana Carvey funny. People your generation don't like Dana Carvey. That's funny. a fact. The I funny enjoyed thing is I actually, Dana Carvey. I did. I, I thought he was fine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not... I, I think he is a little high on this list if we're splitting hairs, and I don't want to get too deep into it because we were kind of trying to keep it linear with our who's yeah, overrated okay. and underrated. We're, we can jump around. I think he is a little high on this list, but, I mean, he, he was funny for when he was on it. He did, he did George Bush... He he had a. He did a lot of impressions. Yeah. He did a lot of impressions. But that's great, where it stops, right? That's kind of his whole thing. He does lady. impressions. I mean, he was character. He did the church lady. Church that was an original like, character, and right? Garth. Well, as, I, yeah, as, Garth. A, as, a ca- as a former Catholic, I thought it was fun. like the yeah. humor in that was funny to me. That's where I find it. Funny. Uh, if we're talking about a generational thing, I actually line up with Jason on this. I think Dana Carvey is wicked overrated. Like I don't even think he's that funny even outside of that. See, I was going to say actually, his, I like his stand up. His stand up shit's okay, you know, but like. I, I just don't find him particularly appealing. I, I understand it, but like he was not a cast member that I gravitated towards, even when he was like the guy on the show, like in eighty seven, eighty eight, like rolling into that area, like era. I I actually didn't really enjoy him until he like Myers comes up and they start pairing him with him in Wayne's World and shit like that. Like then I, he became more tolerable for me. But I am much, very much on board with the small doses kind of thing with Dana Carvey. Not a huge fan. 
And so, Roger, your underrated list. Okay, so my underrated list <laughs> is Dana is, Carvey. He's number one. <laughs> um, Fuck all you kids and your Dana Carvey hating ways. <laughs> mine comes in at number 53 is Tracy Morgan. And Tracy Morgan represents an era when I got back in SNL because... What for, you mean, Roger? <laughs> <laughs> for a while, I didn't watch SNL from probably the time I got in um, from 97 till about mid-millennium, just because, you know, life and all that. But then... Start watching SNL again. Tracy Morgan with the zoo, the zookeeper sketch. Brian Fellows. I'm Brian, Brian Fellows. Fellows. Yeah. <laughs> that bird got devil eyes. <laughs> that skit alone was funny, but he just he the way he talked, the way he, it just it was totally Brooklyn. Totally he's just New York. so odd. Yeah, he's so yeah. odd. You know, what I like? and that's why I gravitated towards him. Yeah, and he just. His presentation, and I, I haven't still watched Dirty Rock, so I confess that I haven't watched a lot of Dirty Rock. I know mm. that Dirty Rock is a lot better. He is a fucking, oh, he's a, he's he's a, a perfect treasure. on that show. Yeah. Yeah. episode. And I have a lot of people that tell me that too. Um, but what I like about him in, in SNL is I wish they would have used him. I think they, they didn't use him enough properly. I think they used him in the only way they could figure out, which is like, well, he's really odd. Let's make him a bum who writes weird songs yeah. like, on, like to Britney Spears. Like, we'll put pop starlets in a sketch he, like, he, he, he where he writes songs. He like, essentially said, gave Chris Robinson his start. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, yeah. So that's 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 worth noting. Yeah. Not, never a cast member, but, you know, also interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, he's a... Uh, I, I agree with you. They they I don't think they really knew what to do with him. And yeah. also, like, I don't know if you can do more with him than what they had available to him. Like, he was... This Such a wild card. Like, yeah, you know. on a show I mean, like that, I think, because you kind of have to be able to kind of play different roles yeah, a little and bit. Tracy and be able Morgan kind of just plays Tracy Morgan. He, right. But, it, but it's so good that it's worth right, noting. You know a- absolutely. What I mean? Like, I enjoy him on, th- oh my God, he is perfect on 30 Rock. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, there yeah. could be no other person on that show. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you mean lemon? And that's honestly that's that cat the cast of Thirty Rack's just an ensemble, of course. Mm, but yeah. you know, lots of SNL alums. Yeah, but um, on Saturday Night Live, you know, honestly, like as a Saturday Night Live cast member, I don't think that was something that he completely fit into. To I, it's just when I see him, like he's under a woman by the name of Pamela Pamela Stevenson. Pamela Stevenson. I don't know who the hell that chick is. I don't know Pamela Stevenson. Nor at all. I mean, and I see him Parad. Nassim Pedrad, very funny, and is pretty funny on the show. She She's wasn't current, on for long. Right? No, oh, no. Oh, she was on she was in the on re- she was on in the early thousands, like so just before like now, pretty much. But she she coexists with some of the people that are still on there. But she is funny, but she also was kind of underutilized for a little while. She does a great Kim Kardashian, which is what they used her for a lot. Like, That's yeah, who she and was, it was really yes. great. But uh, yeah, yeah, but she's she's probably she's definitely not higher than Tracy Morgan in my estimation, and also yeah. not higher than definitely your next number one. I, not to not to jump yeah, on your yeah, shit, but your next my, underrated. My next underrated is a guy who should be in at least in the early forties or mid thirties, at least. I, I honestly would put him in like my top twenty. Yeah, that's a personal he, thing. You know, and it's Will Forte. Will Forte is one of the funniest cast members. His dry wit, his, the way he uses his voice, even just his face. Yeah, his face. That guy makes face, so many great faces. Yeah, and his facial expressions. MacGruber alone. The potato, great movie, by the way. That, that movie is that movie is way underrated. The the the, the skit that I remind me of that uh, Rolling Stone remind me of this potato chip skit. Yeah. I don't lining, remember that. Yeah, I remember when he's lining up with the potato chips. He has all the thirty-five potato chips on his desk. <laughs> and he cherishes them all. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like. And I mean, Last Man Standing is pretty funny. I watched that. Last Man times. Standing is good, but his Last Man sk- Standing, Last Man on Earth, Last, oh, Man, Last Man, Man on Earth, whatever, whatever that show is. Um, That's a great show. His 
every time he was on a skit, he was funny. Him and Jason Sudeikis also had this weird chemistry. Oh, they together. were great together, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were fantastic. And Jason Sudeikis also... Sudeikis is pretty high on yeah. this list, though. I think he's in the 20s. Yeah, like, he, in should, that he should be. How should is, be. Yeah, how is Sudeikis so high and then Will Forte is so much lower? That's like, exactly they, they kind of occupy the where, side Where was Will Forte? I'm sorry. 52. 52. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot. I can tell you why, because Sudeikis is more... Affable. Leading man. Leading man. Yeah. He's more affable. Like he, yeah. he carried his success outside. Will Forte can only have success in really fucking weird things. Like, I don't think, but that's but he's really good in them, though. Yeah, he is. No, like, he's amazing in them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not putting him down. I love him. I've watched every episode of Last Man on Earth. Fuck, I own MacGruber. Like, I love Will Forte, but yeah. Jason Zudeikis is just, you can plug him in anywhere, and he just, yeah. he's just, hey, I, I'm married to Olivia Wilde. My life's awesome. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. he's just, he's an everyman. Yeah, you know? he's a yeah, he, he is, is a little more of an everyman. He's like yeah. comedic John Hamm. And, and Will Forte is like that weird, like, he's He's a got smart, that face and no, those beady eyes. You know Will Forte is? He's that really smart brother. He is misunderstood. He's the black sheep of the family. He's essentially me, you know, and that's fine. <laughs> you know, like he's a guy. He's, he's a, you know, he's a, essentially a guy that you know is a, it's a eclectic humor. But what I like about Will Forte is, is that you put him in stuff, and you're right, Jason. He kills it when he is in stuff, and. And that's an, oh, uh, he should be higher than some of these people on there, and I I don't understand why he's. We didn't even mention the Falconer, which is one of like which is one of like the dumbest concepts in yeah. the world for a recurring sketch, but pulled off so so greatly yeah, it, by it, him. Nobody else would be able to. Pull oh, it off. Donald is like fucking talking yeah, to his they, fucking Falcon. The Falconer was my favorite. The the one where they had like all the cast members replacing the him. Best. Oh my god, that's Jason! The single yeah, greatest so sketch of that is literally in my top five all time favorite clips on it that is show. So great! Every single cast member dressed as the Falconer, with the exception of my Rudolph. Was he like time traveling? Yeah. He was time traveling yeah. to prevent Donald being shot, the Falcon Donald. Ah, so yes. Kevin Spacey was the host. He shows up. He's like, we have to prevent Donald from dying. And then he gets shot. So they go back to the time machine. To the time machine. And they go back. <laughs> and every time they go back, he gets shot again. And there are other people dressed as the Falconer. Until it gets down to the very end of the, the bottom of the barrel. And it's Keenan. It's Keenan and Amy Poehler, both dressed as the Falconer. And it's the greatest goddamn thing in the world. The thing is, though, too, oh like, it, was, it was hard to choose between that and Jane Curtin. It really was. Underrated? Yeah, yeah underrated. Jane Curtin. Yeah, Jane Curtin's pretty low on yeah, this list. Yeah, and she was, she was, and she 47. was 47, which yeah. blew my mind. But, anyway, yeah, Will, Will Forte, underrated. And I'll just I, say I a quick 100%. blip on Will Forte. To be honest, I, I was never, like, a huge Will Forte fan. Like, I never loved the stuff he did, but I, I do think that's a little low for him. I, I will agree with that. I'll concede I, that point. I would be remiss if I don't point it out. I'm going to mess up the name. He does, it's Zell Miller, Congressman Zell Miller, and... There's a. They've only had. I think they did it once. Where he's. It's like a. He. He's on an episode of what's the Chris Matthews show? Is a Crossfire. Okay, so hardball. Uh, hardball. Hardball. Yeah. Chris Matthews. So uh, Daryl Hammond's playing Chris Matthews, which is fantastic. Yeah. He was a great Chris Matthews. And they have Zell Miller doing like a back and forth with him, and he has a vein like popping out of his head that becomes more pronounced as the sketch is going on. Mm-hmm. And Will Forte is straining his face so much to do this, and he's beat red. And, it's like, not like a prosthetic fainting. vein. It's like part of it may have been, but he is forcing it while he's doing it. Oh like, my god! Forcing the words out. It's like. Like the whole time he's doing it, it's one of my wife's favorite sketches. I just wanted to point it out because Will Forte is in it. And I'm gonna have to watch that. 100 awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Will Forte way too low on this list. I I would have picked him myself, but Roger Roger really wanted to ride for Will Forte, and I totally back that. Like he wanted to ride Can Forte. I real quick? Do we know where Daryl Hammond was on this list? Where did he fall? Well, Daryl Hammond is number 48. 49. Sorry, yeah, I got it right in front of me. Yeah. 
That seems low. That yeah. Can we all just take a second I mean, to appreciate like the fact the journeyman that journeyman thing going? He's right behind Tim Meadows. They both have kind of the same. They operate in like the same sphere of guys. Like, that they were on it forever. forever. Like that were. But Daryl Hammond, parts. I feel like he's the guy that you bring in when you need an impression done that nobody yeah. else can do. Yeah, because he could just do all these he weird could, shit. He could do all. He and he did Bill Clinton for a long time. Oh, right? forever. Yeah, yeah. even for when the Bill whole, Clinton wasn't president. Yeah, yeah. Still Bill he still comes yeah. back yeah. and yeah. does Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he just did that. Just simple. He did, yeah. I have all the love in the world Question. for Phil Hartman. I was going to say who's better, say? Hartman or Hammond? I got to give it to Daryl Hammond. I, I got to say Hartman. I think Daryl Hammond's is way more nuanced, like in a way where he's picking up on the like the physical characteristics more than Phil Hartman did. Yeah, for sure. Because Daryl Hammond, he is an impressions guy. Yeah, yeah. like that. That's like his yeah, thing. That is it. Literally, is yeah. Thing. Like it's funny because Tim Meadows was also on my list, short list, because he's the exact opposite. Where he's not really great at impressions, but no, he's really no. good at creating characters. He's, yeah, but it's even better because he's not good at impressions. But when he does them, it's still funny because he's yeah, bad at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The OJ, <laughs> yeah like OJ. Yeah. <laughs> Just being there and smiling. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just because, like, you know, they clearly use him because he's the black he's guy, the black guy. On the yeah, show. That, yeah, that happens. But, but uh, right, oh, but man. he's like, I'm gonna own it. Yeah, and he <laughs> did. He I mean? was. He is great. I kind of wish Tim Meadows got to do more stuff. Right. No. For me what too, it's for worth, sure. watch the ladies, man. Most awesome underrated oh, SNL movie ever. That I, movie is so much funnier than you think. It I am is. so I'm glad I bought you. that. It's so good. We that still, is... for the record, <laughs> voice Jason's cat. As the ladies' man, <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, my cat loves women. His and, like, cat loves women. They still down on the couch. He's like, "Ooh, they." What's going it's on? It's true. I, I every time I couch. hang out over here, he's like, "Man, all the men." I want you to get off that couch so I can me. sniff where your butt was. <laughs> that couch is in my territory. You're in my territory. Your butt's in my territory. I'm a pussy. Let's do some butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's, yeah. So Tim um, Meadows. It arguably made like the number two greatest SNL movie. So yeah, anyway, for sure. Sorry. Um, where are we at? Oh, it's me. You're, well, you're underrated. Now. It's me. I'm underrated. Um, no, you're not underrated. But you're underrated. List. I feel I am underrated. Um, that's you are. Not true. We love you, Dave. So oh, you're all right. Um, I prefer Lincoln Park. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Anyway, um, so my first underrated. Uh, she is on the show now, and I think in the brief amount of time that she has been a cast member, she has done enough to cement. Easily in my top 15, probably, but definitely a top 20. She's ranked at number 37, so it's still pretty high for someone so fresh, but it's Kate McKinnon. <gasps> oh, Kate, thank you. Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon is so goddamn funny, you guys. She is. She is. She is. She is hilarious. She is, by I and know. large, like, the best cast member on a weekly basis now. Like, she steals every sketch she is in, even when she does almost nothing. Like, her face alone is enough to carry her to the... 20s on my list you know just the her expert eye movements and fucking sense of timing for when she's supposed to be on and off like man kate mckinnon is fantastic she is she she's is to me Ghostbusters too. for sure i agree 100 totally agree. agree yeah she you know she is totally representative of what i look for in an snl cast member like someone who can do some impressions and they're funny but she also does like weird foreign voices which are always fun to Ducks me and fats yeah <laughs> And she does those excellent sketches where she's a lesbian cat lady with whoever they have hosting all the yeah. time. And those are also really awesome. She, man, she's like the best update guest whenever they have her on for whatever she's doing on update. Her, her, with the judge, uh, the Supreme Court judge, uh, Ruth. Yeah, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg oh God, impression is fantastic. Best, yeah. Like, everything she does is like solid A gold. That fucking alien sketch, the abduction sketches that yeah. they've been doing recently. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm also particularly fond of her Justin Bieber impersonation. It's so good. It's so just funny. looking at the camera and like moving her hair yeah, back. Yeah, and just like constantly like vamping at the <laughs> yeah. camera. Like, She is so funny. She is absolutely incredible and if you if you 
checked out of Saturday Night Live a while ago and you're just like, oh, it's whatever. I don't really watch it anymore. Kate McKinnon is honestly reason enough to continue watching it. because, And it shows because the people that come on, like for guest hosts and stuff, there are people that obviously want her in sketches. Like yeah. Louis C.K. has an excellent rapport with her and the times that he's been hosting that she's been on, she is in nearly every sketch he does because he wants her there. It's obvious. Like They have an excellent... Excellent on-screen chemistry, and just she works well with every single person she's put with, and she's just so fucking funny all the time. And she's super usable too, because yeah. and because not only can she do those like goofy characters, those impersonations, all of those things, but like one of my one of my recent most favorite SNL sketches was the David S. Punkins ones that they did for <laughs> Halloween with Tom Hanks, and it's so like it's one of those sketches where it starts out and you're like, this is gonna be dumb. <laughs> And then you're just like, what is happening right now? But she's not even like the cornerstone of hilarity in that. Like, she's there as like kind of a straight character, Mm. but like she does it. Like, she plays it. She stays in character, which coming from, I don't like, I'm sorry, I'm just going to nerd out for a second. Coming from. Coming from somebody who I have done like live theater and I, you know, I've kind of been submersed in that world. When when shit is hilarious and like unexpected and live, like it's sometimes hard to stay in that character. And but she plays that really well. She can play a straight character really well when it's necessary. Mm -hmm. So she's super. I mean, I, I love her. I can't say enough good things about her. I'm so glad you brought her up. I hope she goes on to do great things because I want to see her and I want to see her in everything. I want to see her in everything. I want to see her forever. I, want I mean, her he, I ride hard career. for Kate McKinnon. I th- I think she's great. Great so, example yeah. of what she can do to make a, a bad sketch tolerable is there's a uh, I think it's called like Honda Robot Cleaners. <laughs> like it is uh, it uh, what's her name from uh, uh, that Tom Cruise Live I Repeat movie? Oh, uh, blurp, blurp, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt's on the show. And Kate McKinnon has an expressed crush on Emily Blunt. Yeah. So Emily Blunt has to play a robot that is cleaning and like serving entrees. Yeah. And it like, I touches this. her boobs. I remember And this. Kate McKinnon loses her mind. <laughs> like it, it is like it is like thirty seconds of a terrible sketch, and then Kate McKinnon and Emily Blunt interacting, and Emily and Kate McKinnon just like I can't do this. Like I I can't process this. It's like somebody I love just <laughs> touching me. Like it's it's a really great moment in a really otherwise bad sketch yeah. that shows what Kate McKinnon can do and again watch that Ghostbusters movie every second she's on screen is like a refreshing drink yeah, she in just, summer she she's just a scene stealer for yeah, sure absolutely. so good and anyway. can I just real quick I, I know that we didn't have this that, this person that I'm going to mention on our list but for me Kate McKinnon was like almost kind of like my supplement in the beginning to Kristen Wiig being gone. Yeah. Who yeah. She's, she filled that yeah. kind of role. And she's number 14 on this list, Kristen Wiig is. And I think that's okay for her. I mean, I, I could have... I think it's appropriate. Yeah. I could have probably put her a little bit like higher. I could have probably moved some people out of you know the 13 to 1 and put Kristen Wiig in their place. But she is another... Just shout out to her because she was a great cast member the whole time yeah. she was on there. And she did a lot of great things. I think Kristen Wiig is a little high for me, personally. Like She's one person I would have no problem slotting down to move Kate McKinnon up. Because I, I like... Kristen Wiig more in things that aren't SNL than I ever liked her on SNL, with the exception of a couple of characters. But most of her characters annoy the shit out of me, like the Target Lady and yeah. shit like that. Like I just she, was not she a did huge some fan. goofy stuff, but she also she was one of those to me like a female cast member who's not afraid to like go the distance and be weird as hell and just really 
you know, make the facial expressions and just really yeah. go there. So that's like I said, Kate McKinnon, she came in and she kind of like filled that gap for me when Kristen Wiig was gone. So, yeah. Speaking of gaps. Gaps. So there have been long periods of the show where there have been like one, as this is a well-established thing with SNL, there has been one, maybe two black cast members. This is not important necessarily. However, uh, I bring this up because my number one underrated, and this is true across the whole entire list, my number one underrated SNL cast member is Keenan Thompson, Absolutely. ranked at number 46. Number 46. So he's in like the top 50. You guys, Keenan Thompson is like the glue of that show now. Like I agree. He, is, he has become the go-to like fucking camera camera check. Like if a sketch is going wrong and Keenan is in it, even when it's going right and Keenan is in it, you just cut to Keenan's face. It doesn't matter what's going on in the sketch. Just cut to Keenan and everyone will fucking laugh because he has that presence. He is so funny without even having to do anything in these sketches and that's not even giving him credit for what he does in the sketches he's doing. He's always making the best face at the best time and a lot of people think it's like kind of one note but I think that's actually a strength of his that he can... By doing almost nothing, just by opening his eyes really wide or just saying, like, huh. Like, he's, oh my God, he's, he's the funniest part of, like, any fucking sketch he's in because he just is, he embodies so much humor, like, just by being hilarious. You know, he doesn't get to do it much anymore, but he has a pretty hilarious Cosby, like, that, you know, right, yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. why he's not doing it anymore are obvious, but... He does some. He What's does up some with that? Is, is one oh of my, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that was the and one. That if I'm the, sorry, if yeah. the only thing Keenan ever would have done was be the host of What's Up with That, the sketch that it uses a lot of people to great effect. It Jason really Sudeikis does. Also, yeah, fucking, hilarious. And he uh, no lines. Yeah, Jason yeah. Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis just, just jumps jumps in and into the shot. Running, oh, man. running man. Every time he does that. <laughs> Because he has that afro. Yeah. Oh my god, the afro is amazing. And he, yeah, and he's, he's always so in a rubbery, suit. just like yeah. ripping around. And then uh, the incomparable Bill Hader, who is also like someone I considered, but being number thirteen is pretty high. I figured we can leave him there. But Bill Hader is Lindsay Buckingham, who <laughs> oh, never yeah. gets to talk. Like he's always spurned as the last guest. Bill Lindsay, Hader. I didn't get you this time, Lindsay. I'll get you next week. <laughs> Bill Hader, who d- d- to the SNL writers' credit, somehow managed to make his completely outdated impressions. Oh my god! Work. Like, yeah, Alan Alda. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Damn it. Vincent Price, like literally, Vincent like Price. Bill Hader is not that old. Who the fuck? I know. Like it's like he learned all his impressions when he was like before the age of ten, and then that, never learned anything new. Or to speak to his intelligence, saw like nobody's doing a fucking Alan Alda. Right? Nobody. Right? Nobody can. So do an I'm Alan going Alda. to do Alan Alda better than Alan Alda. He talked yeah. about it when he, his days in Oklahoma. He did it. He was talking about improv and like. He learned a lot of this stuff on the fly. Yeah, just because it know, shows. Yeah, and he's he is he's where he should be. So I don't want to take away from Keenan. But real he, quick though, if I want to just get just one little highlight. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You want to see Bill Hader at his best? Go watch Bill Hader uh, plays Alan Alda auditioning for Back to the Future. That's really good. Yeah, that it is, is really good. like yeah. those the, all the mannerisms. Every the time clothing, they do audition tapes are great. Like, all those audition. Oh my things god, are great. it's perfect. And anyway, he is sorry, great all the but time. Yeah, Keenan no, Thompson good. should be a top twenty. So Easy. yeah, Easy. for sure, Keenan. Okay, so what I said is still true. What I said about him doing what's up with that? It is like my one of my favorite of recent years, like recurring sketches. I'm sad they don't do it anymore, but most of the, the people left. All the people that were in it all the time. That's fine. So we talked about Andy Samberg earlier as creating like the SNL digital shorts. If literally, okay, so as keen as a cast member, the only thing he ever did as a recurring character is what's up with that? Great. But the second feather in Keenan's cap, oh my and God. still to this day, my absolute favorite all time SNL sketch, my favorite digital short, my favorite SNL sketch, the hardest I have ever, ever, ever laughed at that show is the When Worlds Collide digital short with oh Keenan as Reba McIntyre. <laughs> it is. 
the funniest goddamn thing. Roger, you are looking at me like you have not seen it. No. I we will are you serious? This. We will play yes, this immediately. We will play this immediately following this. Yes, because and if you all, have not, oh my god! If you have not oh. somehow missed, if you've missed this, please do yourself a favor and watch it right now. Stop. Just hit pause. I'll wait. Go watch it. Come back. You know, I'd even play some music right now if I wanted to, just to fucking do it ourselves. But we won't. So I'll put it Spanish. Is, oh my there. god! Oh my god! So long story short, Andy Samberg is playing himself. <laughs> He meets who he thinks is Reba McIntyre and is played by Keenan. And I'm not going to spoil the rest of it because it is, it is, I swear to God, my wife and I watched it as it aired live and we cried. We laughed so hard. We cried on our couch for like 20 minutes. We couldn't even speak. So we, we had a DVR. So we watched it again. Like, I don't know, 12 times. I and peed a every little, time yeah. it was still fucking yeah, funny. I still go back. Actually, we, I was just at dinner recently with Dave and his wife and we brought this up. This this short somehow yeah, got brought up, it, and I went home and I watched it, and I hadn't seen it in a while, and I was dying still because oh the the face on Keenan <laughs> and the way he delivers the lines, and just the, there is a portion of that sketch. Uh, like I said, I don't want to spoiler. Yeah, but I don't spoil there's it. a portion of that sketch where like he makes a face, and just like they cut to they cut to him, like he just does one little tiny movement, <laughs> and it's so perfect for that moment. That you're just like, why are I just why aren't you in everything? You're hilarious. Yeah, like I, I love him. I love Keenan Thompson so much too because honestly, like also grew up in the nineties. Oh, of sure. course, I watched all I, that. I grew up. He was with on Baby SNL. Yeah, he was on Baby SNL. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was on Child SNL, yeah. and he was hilarious. And graduated too big time. SNL. He was hilarious back then, and I didn't hear anything from him for a while of course and yeah. then he popped up on Saturday Night Live and I was like holy shit that's Keenan yeah. and then this is he's, the best place you he's still there and he, he's still killing it yeah. like he's amazing not even to mention like his, he still has he has other I'll, I'll wrap it up with Keenan but he has other really good recurring sketches he still does he's uh, on Weekend Update now as Michael Che's neighbor Willie which is always a treat because he says really horrible shit about his life which is always really funny oh and um, Black yeah. Jeopardy Black Jeopardy, Black Jeopardy, the host Black Jeopardy, always the, funny. The one-off um, um, political episodes that they used to do mm-hmm. where he was the financial analyst. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it this out of control. <laughs> Let me tell you, fix it. Yeah, the fix it guy. Fix I can't it. remember his name, but oh my and, God, uh, that, the eyes. Uh, he also had um, a sketch that was not, it's not particularly funny, but I think that Keenan killed it as uh, Jean-Pierre Jean, the only French Def Jam comedian, which is... <laughs> Like a really stupid, it's a really stupid sketch, but he he always punctuates his jokes with the same thing. Where he goes like Zootalors and then like does a dance and spins around in a circle and like mixes in like I but I can only deter, determine it as like Frenchlish. Yeah. Where he's doing like French English while he's talking to the host of a, of Weekend Update. Keenan is a national fucking treasure, and I he's been on the show now. I. I don't think he's the longest tenured cast member yet. I think Daryl Hammond still has like a season or two on him, but I hope he gets it. I hope he literally never leaves because the day Keenan leaves that show is going to be a very sad day for me. He is my favorite cast member, like practically ever. He's he's amazing. He's good. I so love. I I've talked about Keenan a yeah. lot. We'll we'll flip it and jump to overrated. Um, Lacey, if you want to take us around again. I know that this was a point of contention between uh, Dave and myself. Yeah, we're gonna fight right now. Um, Rachel Dratch. I'm sorry. I just. She she was she was good in that era, but you know I just I I just thought she was a little too high at number sixteen. I mean she was serviceable. She had some funny characters, and but honestly, you know she just didn't do it for me. I mean I would have definitely put her in the top fifty. I don't think she should have been like. 
I don't think she should have been like super low or anything, but as far as like 16, I just thought there were some people that definitely could have taken over this spot. But but Debbie Downer. <laughs> she was good. It was I I don't want to like trash talk her like but I'm not the, sitting but here. But the Boston girl, I can't remember her name right oh, now. Oh, the it, that was funny. I mean, I'm not uh, sitting there. wife in the uh Make love. Yeah, oh my, the lover sketches. Yeah. Lover. Oh my god. I don't <laughs> want to sit here Our and. Our body's sluggish with goat meat. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and say that. She's, she's, but she, there's a the really good one where she cracks and like she's trying really hard to keep it together. She, I know that cracking is something that a lot of people love and it's whatever, but she sells it pretty well. I don't so. want to, I don't want to sit here and say like, I don't want to trash Rachel Dratch. I thought she was fine. Trash she wasn't trash Dratch. Yeah, it was a tongue twister. I don't want to say like I just thought she was a little high on this list. Like I, that, she was overrated for me. Probably fair. I, she was a little yeah. high for me. I just I I liked her a lot, and like there's other people that I could definitely put up there above her, like Andy Sandberg, and you yeah. know just ton of no, people. That I, just, I could I could Keenan, flex her down, yeah, but I personally I could flex I her down. This wasn't now. like a hard like oh my god she's right. so overrated. Like I didn't like faint when I saw that she was 16, but at the same time I was like ooh that's a little high. Yeah. You know, I thought she did okay on those seasons, and but she, she, you know, Debbie Downer was what the only one that she really did on her own, right? That was like her only thing. She has a couple more. I'm did forgetting them now. Did she, did she do that? Oh no, that was Kristen. That's Wig. Kristen Wiig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with the Lawrence doing it started on that. Yeah. 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 And I chased a squirrel <laughs> that night. Um, yeah, that, I mean, I just, I just thought Rachel Dratch was a little high. And then my other overrated was Rob Schneider. I mean, he's not particularly high on this list. He's number 44. I think I was gonna say, he's still in the 40s, though, which is yeah. too fucking high. Yeah, he's I ahead mean. ahead of Keenan, I think. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he, Keenan yeah. was what, 46? 46. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. So I just that. don't think I don't Rob. Agree with you, Lacey, on that. He had, he had a couple, like, classic sketches back in the 90s, but I, I don't think he was anything to write he's home about. He's the making copies guy. Like the, and yeah. that was the most, it was like the worst thing then. It's still the worst thing now. It right? is. He's a catchphrase comedian. And yeah. Yeah. maybe I should, maybe I should just get this out of the way. That, that my parents thought that the making copies guy was so funny that for the longest time they called me Lacerino. My dad wow. still, my dad, I love my father, but he still is like, hey, Lacer, Lacerino, and I'm just like, you named me. Like, just use like some it. sort of, like, new, like, Chef Bourdie, like, lean. Lacerino. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's basically the same Chef Boyardee thing, except a different shaped pasta yeah, noodle. Yeah, it's, it's, like, sounds, it's, it's, like it's fucking shitty it, sauce yeah. made from ketchup, like yeah. dog meat. Oh and my god, Rob Schneider's sauce will be made from ketchup. See, no, it <laughs> sounds to me like a like an Italian making Coke. Yeah, Let's Lacerino this. There you go. In Lacey, he was also, and I agree with you, the thing is, too, especially... The other skit that Dave and I were talking about earlier was the Christy Alley skits where he plays the Italian... Which is funny. Yeah, that That's is funny. actually funny. But, but it's a group of people that are also... Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. it's an ensemble effort. But it, God it, damn it, like, I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> for at least, though. That's about it. Other than that, though, even, like, as a secondary character in those skits, he wasn't, like... Whereas people try to put him in the same category as David Spade. The Spade minute... Spade yeah. and some one-liners were really yeah, funny. Yeah, no, he was good. I, I've never been a huge David Spade guy, but he's definitely better than yeah, Rob Schneider. Sp- and yeah, that's, definitely. You know. Good segue, because that's number one on my overrated list. Yeah, it's... David Spade? Fuck David Spade. Wow. Well, no, because they still have one more. Oh, no. No, no that was it. Just scratching on... Yeah. You are totally right, though. To wrap up on Rob Schneider. Fuck Rob Schneider. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, sit the top I'm sorry. I just thought... I just thought... Don't even apologize. At, even at, no, no apologies. Even at 44, yeah. I'm sorry, Roger. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, even at 44, he shouldn't be that high. I agree. He shouldn't be that high at all. But, like, before Jason bashes David Spade, 
<laughs> um, you know, spades a spade. Um, the thing hey. is, hey. the thing is, Roger like, Castillo. If, like you put, the, you put in the same category, at least Spade could had at least good comedic timing. I don't know what the fuck Rob. Snyder I would agree. Has. I would agree with you. He definitely has that. Yeah, Rob Schneider has Adam Slander to thank him for all the millions of dollars he had. Yeah, That's I it. could tell you what Rob Schneider has. He's because, a weird fucking face. Yeah, no, that, no, <laughs> yeah. that. But like when Rob Schneider did comedy, he did like a little real quick story about Rob Schneider. He came to town, and I was working for WCSX. I was producing some insider stuff. And so he did. He was doing this tour where he was going like, "Hey, I'm Rob Schneider. I've been in movies." And that was his whole thing. Like he would tell everybody he was in movies. Like. No shit, Sherlock. We know you're in fucking movies. And they're why, all bad. And they're like, why are you telling us on this promotional tour when you're doing these comedy tours that you're in these movies? It was a dumb angle. And he came on, he was talking about his movies, whatever. One of the rudest motherfuckers I've ever dealt with. Oh, for real? On the phone and everything. And I had to call him like, I'm a senator going to be on here. Great, 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 great. Are you guys pumped for my uh, stand-up or my comedy thing? And I'm like, in the back, I'm like, going, I can't for shit less. <laughs> I have to go to school in the morning. I don't care. I'm like, sure, Mr. Snyder, whatever. Roger, you know, but Roger, Roger Reno, the Roger always, That always leaves a bad taste in your mouth too when you meet like somebody who you've yeah. been like watching, like like they're a celebrity or an actor, or something, and they're kind of a turd. So. There's a story yeah. I heard once on another podcast about him where, he, like, I guess some guy went uh, did a semester abroad at like 18, 19 years old, and one of his classmates came back married to Rob Schneider, Ugh. and Rob Schneider went to their prom, nice as like a 38 year old man married to an 18 year old girl. Hey man. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Anyways, good. speaking of creepy, but he do, I do, I do kind of like. Speaking of guys, that I do kind of like his daughter L King though. But that's, yeah, that's for another show. Ugh. But speaking of pedophile looking <laughs> motherfuckers, David Spade. This is a dude that I have not ever found funny. He is a guy who is at best a media a middling straight man. Uh, when paired with much better talent, usually, like Chris Farley. He was flanked by so many better people. It like, helps. Yeah. yeah, it definitely helps. I think you put David Spade with anybody who wasn't uh, a fucking legend. Right. He's not good. Yeah. Uh, but it helps when you're you're in good with Chris Farley, who is, for his time, amazing. Chris Farley is funny. And then, then he was a funny member, too. Exactly. Like, he's, he was pretty, what is he, 15 on this list? He's pretty high up yeah. there. And that's, yeah. You know, that's earned. And then like later flanked by Adam Sandler right at the beginning, right before Adam Sandler right. goes downhill. Yeah. And it just... He's a guy who I never found as like he's kind of like like a if you do like a zero to one hundred he's like a sixty in every category he's just okay at everything yeah he's not terrible I'm not saying he's bad but right. he's just not sure as shit doesn't belong at number twenty seven twenty seven is really high like yeah. in a, in a, when you have yeah. Keenan Thompson on forty six right in a, in a list of so many people like twenty seven is you can flip him and Keenan and that'd be fine I'd be fine with that I'd accept that honestly I would accept that yeah you would have never you would have never heard me say a word yeah. And then, uh, for my other one, another guy really close to him on that list. By the way, David Spade is Jason, by yeah. the way. He is single-handedly responsible why Eddie Murphy did not come back for the couple of reunions. I'm not surprised. Because he made that joke, right? You heard about the joke, No, right? I did not. So it was a joke that, when I think it was on Norm, when he was on with Norm MacDonald, where he, it was a joke about, it was a Spade Hollywood Minute, and made a joke about Eddie Murphy picking up a transvestite prostitute. Murphy heard about it and was pissed that Lord Michaels ever apologized or SNL ever apologized. And never bother to come back. And real quick, if I may, before I jump to my next one, the reason I, the reason I find David Spade so overrated is because we have a better David Spade named Norm Macdonald, who's who like, is oh my god in, his, in number fifty on this list or fifty nine. No, 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 Jason. Oh no, that's right. Yeah, Norm Macdonald, who is let me criminal, let me go ahead and scroll. Underrated. Let me scroll all the way down to uh, number one thirty five for Fuck Norm Macdonald. <laughs> Fuck you, one thirty five. What the fuck, really? David Spade, twenty seven. 
Norm McDonald 135. His Larry King is one of the best of all time. Norm his McDonald's weekend update is, in my yeah. opinion, the bar. The bar, yeah. It's but the his, metric. His Larry King always made me laugh. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Later, we're going to talk. He's <laughs> great. Uh... It's just Larry King. It's just... So I can't I can't put David Spade on a list that Norm McDonald is also on because David Spade is just generic brand Norm McDonald. Well, he's not really David Spade wishes he was as funny as that. I, I don't like Norm McDonald, but I can still get behind the fact that Norm McDonald was a little underrated on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's no. Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. That's I enough agree. to put you in the top hundred. He, I agree. I I hated his weekend update. I didn't. I didn't Boo. like it. I'm sorry. I just don't like Norm McDonald. His Burt Reynolds on. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Keep trashing over. <sighs> his 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 Burt Reynolds is funny. I'll give you that, but I still don't think he should be that low. That's crazy. No, there's funny. Th- there's people it's funny because it's a big hat. Yeah. Oh. His, his note to self. What he did. Note to self. Yeah, buy all the stock later that I need to. Or like when he goes, burn all the <laughs> burn my old porno footage or something. Like just like his stuff. He was Dirty work. All time underrated yeah, classic oh, yeah. comedy movies. Yeah, all, top and, five. And, top five ever. Yeah. But he even like even his stand up stuff he did out, or his skits too. Like the Larry King. There's other characters he did too. He just. He was an all-around solid guy. There's a great joke on a roast where somebody said, Norm McDonald is essentially the comedic version of Henry Fonda picking blueberries. It was at that roast. It was at the the roast of... uh God damn it! Whose roast is that? He has it at the roast, remember. and then Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. I don't says, see what's wrong. Yeah, who doesn't want to watch Henry Fonda pick blueberries? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the, oh, and the, the day is it. fucking loses it. Like Norm McDonald gets it. Anyways, yeah. so he was yeah. on a roast where he just sat there reading a paper the whole time. That was it. That's the same, same one. one. Same what one. roast was that? Was I it Hugh Hefner? Totally forgot. It might have been Hugh or Hefner. something. It's somebody obnoxious. Yeah. I don't remember for the life of me. Somebody who like why the fuck he destroyed the roast. Like he he comes up and does like these awful like dad dad jokes. Yeah. Like super terrible and all stiff and, and it kills. horrible punchlines. Yeah. yeah, and like the people that appreciated it all appreciated it, and everybody else just like what's happening? And that's kind of Norm McDonald in a nutshell. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I sorry, I, I just fucking I love can't. Norm I get it. I get what he's doing. I get what he's going for. I'm just, it's not my thing. I don't. Whatever. I'm just not a fan. I don't find him funny. Uh, we, get, we, get, we went a long way from David Spade. Was yeah, there somebody but, else? but David yes. Spade, yeah. Let's go to the, I, I agree. Shot Norm MacDonald criminally underrated on this list. Uh, next one on my list is a man who I think belongs on the all-time comedy list, but does not belong on the all-time SNL list with Christopher Guest at number 31. It's a weird place. It, yeah. He doesn't... He, he I, I could I don't even remember him being on the show. I too. honestly don't either. When, when was he on the I show? Don't he was on he was on the the Billy Crystal cast with okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, well, yeah, all three members very... of Spinal Tap have all been on this, you know, Christopher yes. Gast, Harry Shearer, Michael McKean. Yes. All have been on SNL. None of them particularly great SNL cast members. No. They've all done great things. Yes. All of them. The yeah, only skit that I remember was the Harry um Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer and Martin Short, the Secret Swimming. The, the, okay, yeah, that's that, pretty fun. Yeah, that's a classic. But that's it. That's the only one that yeah. I remember Harry Shearer. Yeah, Christopher Guest. Yeah, Christopher Guest. I got nothing. Yeah. I don't even Yeah, I, I honestly no. don't remember Harry I can remember everything Christopher Guest has ever done except SNL. I was gonna say to be fair though, made some of the best movies of all time. Oh yeah, fantastic. I was gonna say best in show more than Spinal Tap. Because Spinal Tap is the product of Rob Reiner more than anything. You shut your fucking mouth. You're wrong. Yes. That's not true. But I know, but <laughs> I, I'm saying it. I think Best in Show is a little more my style. It's not better or worse. It's just more my pace. It's a okay. lot more awkward. I would agree. There's a lot more psychic. I'm Spinal Tap forever, but that's, I mean, that's fine. You got fucking Eugene Levy walking around with two left shoes on the whole. Oh yeah, my god, it's fun. It's yeah. amazing. It's a great movie. We're but, not. But we're not. Just, we're not yeah, arguing sorry. over Christopher Guest movies. But you're right, Roger. What do you want? Real quick. Uh, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. By the way, if you have. 
not read the book Live from uh, Live from live, live, from, live from Live from New York is a great oral history of yeah, the show. I, I, it's really wrong, great. I have the book. I do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful. Really but I just and, don't think he belongs on this list. And he, there's a part of Christopher, like a lot of the cast members resented Christopher Guest, and those guys they brought in because they viewed him as paid higher guns, right? Yeah, because they made more money than anybody else and did less work, and then less like, work. Yeah. And not to mention they they viewed Chris, and Christopher Guest. Has been viewed as one of the most arrogant people. I've heard a with. lot of shit like that. Yeah, and yeah. like him. Not and, that we. I don't want to deal and, too heavy in hearsay, but right. yeah, I've. You hear it enough. You just yeah. kind of start Quick to hear. Question it. though, I was wondering about this list in particular. Was Christopher Guest ever a writer? Yeah, I think he wrote yeah. a little bit, but not 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 in a full time capacity. He only wrote. He only would have wrote when he was there. Yeah, and even then, he probably only wrote for himself. Did <laughs> they? Did they include people kind of like based on their writing merits also on this list? Um. There's guys like Tim Kazarinski who's on this list kind of high, like uh, number thirty-two. Number thirty-two. I mean, that Lord were Michaels, known more yeah. for writers. Uh, the dude that did uh, um, Father Guido Sarducci was a writer that he's really high on there. Al Franken is like number Tom twenty. Davis. Tom yeah, Davis. Tom Davis. Like Al Franken's way way up there. Well, well Tom Davis is like in the nineties. Yeah, like, Tom yeah. Davis is on the list by virtue of having appeared on screen. But yeah, yeah like there and, there is some high there is some numbers of some people that are puzzling, but that were known more for writing. Now, like, okay, now arguably Tina Fey, who was I was number, about to bring up Tina Fey. Number she's number three, list. which yeah. is great. I and love her. And she was her. a writer primarily before she was on screen talent right. and stuff. But and uh, she pretty much only did really like weekend update, update and just yeah. like kind of a few things. And uh, you mom and jeans. you guys, yes, she did mom jeans. Yeah, and that's I mean, the thing she, though. She wrote a lot of these sketches that are yeah. like that are great for that time. Like from that time, she is responsible for all those things. Yeah. In addition to also doing update, and for my money, my favorite weekend update host, like her, her pairing with. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is a little less so, but her and Amy Poehler are my favorite weekend update. Me too, hosts as well. Yeah, all time. Like Norm Macdonald's great, and he's like he's right behind them. Like you know, on my personal list, but Tina and Amy Poehler are just fantastic. I know and, they were great. Yeah, and this is this also. I have a little bit of a bias as I am like kind of a Tina Fey obsessive, and I think she's fantastic and also beautiful. I love you, Tina Fey, but she definitely deserves. She's in, like in my top three consideration forever, just because she is that funny. And like, if you go through the genesis of stuff and you like ask people and you dig away from things that she's responsible for she is a huge part of that that section of the show that she wrote for but as a cast member do you think she's okay at number three yeah because if I'm being I'm honest cool with it. if I'm being really honest and don't get me wrong I love Tina Fey I'm not trashing her you at all you broke my heart with Rachel Dratch I could have flipped again. her and Amy Poehler mm. that's, that's I, I, I feel that's like compelling as a cast member Amy Poehler did more Amy work. Poehler w- at the forefront of it and don't get me wrong I am not knocking on Tina Fey's credits I know that she as a writer is responsible for most of the stuff that I love from that era she is great and she was great on Weekend Update but as far as like versatility as a cast member I don't remember seeing Tina Fey she was just kind of when she popped up in a sketch I remember being like oh Tina Fey's in this sketch you know because you very rarely saw her in front of the camera other than Weekend Update yeah she had she was always just kind of around she did a lot of like you know, in the back kind of work. Um, Jason, that was that was what now? I, we kind of went off topic there. Off Number track. 31, Christopher Guest. Yes, Christopher Guest. Did you have anything else to say about it? I'm sorry. No, I just think that, I think it speaks more to, like I said, uh, almost an hour ago now, this list is a lot predicated on success post-SNL, I think. And it speaks to the fact that Christopher Guest is even on here when he's not right. known for his SNL work. No, not at all. Then Roger, I, would, I would agree with you. All right, so mine, I'll start with number 24, Lorraine Newman. Lorraine Newman. She was on the original cast with um, 
with all those names we yeah. know, Gil yeah, and, yeah. and she was always Murray Belushi. So when Ryan couldn't do, yes, I guess Newman filled in. She was at number twenty-four, and I thought she was way too high. And the way that Rolling Stone wrote her up was she was severely underused and or blah blah blah. Some of the characters were memorable. I don't remember a thing about her outside. Name of, a Larry Newman character. I can't. I can't. And I that, can name characters for every other member on that yeah, show. Yeah, I can't her do it for eaten, Yeah, I, I remember getting eaten by a shark. Yeah, and she was playing. That was the, notable. And yeah, also, she was also the kid in Coneheads. Yeah, so yeah. she was the kid. She was okay. The, I don't remember the character name because it's not important because she wasn't the funny part of the sketch. Right. Uh, Buck Henry, who was a writer for the show and also did a lot of hosting, did the Uncle Roy sketch, which oh, would yeah. never ever be able to fly today. But for some reason, pedophilia in the seventies was totally cool. But her and Gilda Radner are those two. They're they're girls, that, yeah, like yeah. girl girls, and it's just Buck Henry. Getting them to take pictures with him of them in their underwear, like pulling skirts up and him having like Polaroid yeah. and like flashing it like mad and all that shit. And she's not even funny in that. That sketch is really unsettling now, yeah. like to watch it now. Inappropriate. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I never understood the peel in behind it. And there's like, the thing about her is even like she, there's nothing about her. And I, I, it, I yeah, Curtis, I don't want to sound like I'm bagging on her, yeah, but she, there's nothing there. Yeah, and Jane you know? Curtis and her could easily switch, and I'd be fine with it. Because Jane Curtis, at least. That the whole selling point to me about Jane Curtis is on Weekend Update. Curtain, sorry, yeah, Jane Curtain. Jane Curtain on SNL on Weekend Update was hilarious. That deadpan. I don't really want to be here, but I'm yeah. here anyways. She sold it awesome. well, and she did well. And she had to deal with being called an ignorant slut all the yeah, time, exactly. which also yeah, was yeah, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was great about it, and I thought she was funny. And she and even her post stuff was great, but. I thought she was those two could easily switch places and I'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, with it. that is definitely by virtue of being a legacy member, of being in the first five years or whatever. She yeah. gets she gets dapped for that, and that's the only reason she's that high. And, and then way was, too high. Yeah, way too high. And another one too for me was Seth Myers at number twenty eight, only because he was just known as Weekend Update and that was it. And he followed Kramer for money, followed um TFA, he followed right? Tina Fey. He paired with Amy Poehler. Yeah, and that was all he did. Like yeah. it's kind and of the same a- argument for for Tina Fey. You know, and Seth she, Myers was a writer. He was also as well, the head writer. So, yeah, after, after he, he Tina was a head writer. Yeah, yep. so he he did a lot of work, and I do enjoy him, but eh. I don't know. I not top thirty. I would agree. I don't think he should be this high. No, and I and I think that even like, if he was very good at what he did, I'd, yeah, I just think that like I mean, his show now is that's all right, but like he's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I like Seth Myers, but. As an SNL entity, I could take him or leave yeah, him being and that like, high. Yeah. I, although I will say, I do enjoy his interplay with Bill Hader when they would do the Stefan thing. Oh yeah, the, my god, that, that, was, that was the only guy that could have sold that. That, yeah. that was, was one of my favorite, favorite yeah. Bill Hader things. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a really fun. Mm-hmm. But a, that was more honestly that that I mean, of course, Seth. Myers had a big role in that, but that was yeah. more between uh, John Mulaney, yeah. who was a writer who was never a cast member on no, SNL that I'm it. aware of. Yeah. He was just a writer, and they had an inside joke between him and Bill Hader where he would they would change the cue cards on him to get mm-hmm. him to crack, to him to crack yeah. which and it worked because he would crack almost every time. And some of them were fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That and sketch, and even <laughs> like the stuff that early on when Seth Myers appeared on any early skits, stuff that's forgettable, you don't remember him on right. anyways, and yeah. so. Once he realized that he was just going to be the weekend update guy, I mean, for me, if I'm going to rank my weekend update guys or update, if weekend update, I would have mm. to say it go Norm McDonald, Tina Fey's up there, um, Dennis Miller number three, number four. I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, but I thought that um, he's even in a top hundred too. But, I think um, he's pretty. He's almost near the bottom of the list. Are you talking about Colin Quinn? Colin Quinn, yeah, yeah I like yeah. Colin Quinn. Um, but that never, was, never did it for me. I, I, yeah, I me neither. I'm I, I know not people a like, well, I, 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 I a lot of crap about Colin Quinn, but 
And then um, coming in, it would be um, uh, more, most uh, the Jimmy Fallon Tina Fey combo because yeah. I count that two separate. Yeah, no, that is it is. Yeah, but so. yeah, I yeah I would agree. Seth Meyers is probably a little high. So let's see. Is that me then? It's on you. Going on me. Host. Uh, so yeah, uh, minor. I I don't really even have to drone on about it because like most of these are, I don't have many good things to say about either of them. Um, uh, Fred Armisen at number twenty three. I I know a lot of people love Fred Armisen and they think Fred Armisen is very funny. And Poor they think, And they think Fred Armisen is yeah some kind of like indie wonderkind. But dude, Fred Armisen just does not does not make me laugh. He does not do anything for me. I dislike nearly every single one of his recurring characters. Like, maybe one time Ferrisito made me laugh. Like, oh, Dios mío, with the fucking drums on the update sketches. But I hated that sketch that he would do. Uh, also an update guest with him and Kristen Wiig where they were that couple and they did those songs. They were, like, obviously vamping back and forth to, like, try to match the other one. They were, like, improving. Like, and then I went to the grocery and I bought myself a... Chicken. They're both like trying to catch each other yeah. saying the different words. I, I hated those sketches. I my I, most hated Fred Armisen character. Not to like cut you off. No, but I, I'm, I want it. It's <laughs> it's he was a character on Weekend Update um, during like the election process where he used to come on and he was like a hippie and he was like a, oh my a commentator and he would grab the, the paper the paper yep and he would start off and be like so this article is I mean and I mean I mean. You know, and, and then he would just never finish a thought, no. and it's like that was that was I the whole it. point is that he never finished. You're a thought. making fun of like the the political commentators because they can't get their shit together and finish an actual fucking thought. Yeah, but like but it's not funny. It, it just like, went it, way too far. It was just annoying. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's not even like in a good way where it starts annoying and then gets to funny after being really annoying yeah. for a while. No, it no, just not was at all. annoying. Like they did a lot better stuff with like the political commentary. Mm. Case in point, Keenan Thompson and his original character with the fix it. You know what I mean? That is. To are me, you talking about the rent is too damn high guy, or are we talking about the, no? Oh, that he, was a different they thing. They did um back. I want to say it. It was when it's not super important. We don't have to. Fr- I'm just. Go I want to just throw it out there. It was when they did these like Thursday night shows. Um, yeah, the, when they did the Thursdays leading up to elections. And stuff. Yeah, and one of, and it was like mostly news stuff. And one of the characters was Keenan Thompson had this. He was like a senior financial analyst. Okay, and he was talking about the economic situation. And one of the first, like he was just going on about, I don't know, I've been a financialist, financial analyst for twenty six years, and I've never seen it this out of control. And he was just going on, and he's yeah. like, I don't know what they knew, but anyways, yeah. That's a that's a great sketch, and yeah. I think it, he reprised it maybe once or twice. But I that character had me in stitches. But um, Fred Armisen, but Fred Armisen, oh my God. I I agree. He the, he. The one thing I can say to his credit is that by virtue of him just being an unattractive man, fantastic in drag. So he would show up in a, in a sketch in drag, and I kind of just laughed at the premise of it because he is the ugliest woman by being such an ugly man. So that made that kind of funny on its face. But that's about it. That's all the credit I can is give he him. Spanish or is he? Puerto Rican or something because I'm not he's sure. He's something. He speaks, he speaks Espanol. I was going to say he does that Ay Dos Mio thing. And, and Ay Dos Mio. Ferrecito. Uh, yeah, Ferrecito. Yeah. Um, the thing about Fred Armisen that I, I don't understand sometimes is too is I think sometimes he tries way too hard to fit in like into so many different categories like Hey, look, I can go play guitar and Seth Meyers. Yeah, and that became a big thing, too. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to be in band sketches. I'm going to play instruments. I'm like, we get yeah. it, dude. You're yeah. talented You're guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares? You know, I'd, if, another thing I guess I 
give him partial credit for, even though he was never the funniest member of this cast when he did it. The Californian sketches are kind of funny, yeah. but it is never him that I laugh at. Like, I never liked those. They're things. kind of funny. Like most of the time, they're not. The only the only one I ever really loved was when Keenan would show up because yeah. Keenan was hilarious, just being like a blonde black dude. Yeah, like, the blonde wig, of yeah. course. Fred Armisen to me kind of feels like. Like, his best ability is, like, his best moments to me are when he's, like, silent. And when you see him, like, in the background of stuff occasionally. Like, every now and again, he has little bits where he'll, like, just appear in sketches. Yeah. Where he's not talking. He's just staring at stuff. And yeah. that's, that's yeah. his best Because he has moments. such a goofy-ass face. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. it, that works for him. And he plays good when he plays, like, foreign characters. Like Oh. But I think, too. Okay, go I ahead. I think back to, like. I just thought of something. It's fine. I, I think back to, like, the best I ever enjoyed Fred Armisen was on 30 Rock. Yeah, and it, he's great there because yeah, he ends he his, his end of the end of the show is just him silently staring. <laughs> yeah, and that's weird. Perfect, but just this. I've, I've watched like twelve episodes <laughs> oh, of Portlandia. It's not to me funny. Like I, I it's like Tim. Sometimes and Eric, it's, it's funny. Like, it's like Tim and Eric awesome show. Great job. Oh, yeah. Somebody gets someone's it. gonna get pissed hearing that. I just it's not for me. <laughs> show, show liver. Yeah, oh, two guys making homoerotic jokes. That's so funny. That's all it is. It's just it's not yeah. funny. Apart from that, uh, I will say you mentioned it by playing foreign guys. When he does those sketches where he's like the Italian interviewer, when he has uh, he has like a famous person on there, be like Drew Barrymore or something. He's interviewing her, and like there's like things being lost in translation, and he's saying really funny shit. And then Bobby Moynihan shows up as his son, and like always wants to sit on the lap of the person that's there. Yeah. Like, oh, daddy, like those sketches are funny. One out of the five, I think they did five or six. But Fred Armisen has just never done it for me. I don't. I just don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not cool enough. But. I was also incredibly disappointed that he was the like the choice for Barack Obama. Like, yeah, it wasn't a great Obama. Like, I mean, it wasn't a great Obama. Like, I don't know was, who else would have like done it. I feel like he was the only guy they had just because yeah. he could pass for, a, for an African-American man, kind yeah. of. He hit the notes okay. He it, did it wasn't like, terrible, a, such but... a straight impersonation, but yeah. I also felt like... Like we can laugh at it, right? Like, like we can laugh at Barack Obama. You know what I mean? Like we we could have made him a little more ridiculous. Like yeah. I understand he was one of those presidents where he wasn't so over the top. For me, at least, obviously this right. falls on where you feel in a political spectrum. But yeah. I mean, for me at least, like he wasn't so over the top that there was a lot of stuff you could do to make fun of him. But you, there was more there that they could have touched on if they had a better cast member to play him. Yeah, all you had to do was just just do this, and that's all you had to do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, real briefly, because I don't even really need to talk about it. I don't care how anybody else feels about this. So, uh, Chevy Chase is number ten on this list. Chevy Chase isn't funny. I've never understood it. Like Fred Armisen, I'll even give a little bit of credit to in things. Chevy Chase isn't fucking funny. Chevy Chase has never been funny in anything. I don't get it. I don't like Fletch. I don't really even like Three Amigos that much, even though I love Steve Martin. I also never really got Martin Short. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, name literally anything that Chevy Chase is in. I've never found Chevy Chase funny in it. The Vacation movies, I don't give a fuck. Like. Chevy Chase isn't funny. I don't get it. I've never understood. I, He's I'm 10 on this list. Caddyshack. No, oh, not funny. No, no, not no, funny. Say, well, let me finish. I'm going to say, Caddyshack is one of those movies that I swear to God, in high school, everyone's like, greatest movie ever. I've right. seen it, and I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Even if, guys, when he goes, shun, nah, 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 Yeah, nah, nah. even if Caddyshack is kind of funny sometimes, he's not funny in it. No, it's like, Bill Murray that makes it Yeah, funny. Bill Murray's funny. People. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> that movie's dumb. Just, well, not dumb, but it's just not... It's not. It's like, whatever. But that that is a house. that is a greater conversation we don't need to have. But yeah. if I'm talking solely about Chevy Chase, specifically on this show, it nope. isn't funny. Oh, he fell down as Gerald Ford. Fucking hilarious. I'm Pratt Falls are funny sometimes, but that just wasn't the time. I I've never known how that man had a career. I still to this day I will never understand it. The only I'll time agree, I've ever yeah. enjoyed him. 
The only time I've ever enjoyed him was on Community. And even then, He's it was surrounded by. But even then, it was because he was playing off of the people that were funnier than yes. him. And it is, it should go without. It, it has to be pointed out that he had a contentious relationship with every member of the cast That's and right. the writer. He's a, didn't people he like, hated um, him on that show? They roasted him on Comedy Central, and it mm-hmm. was like a big. Like he was so hurt because he yeah. didn't know who anyone. He's a fucking yeah. Because yeah, no yeah, one wants to be like, there. You for show him. up, yeah. and you know what the roast yeah. is for. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and they couldn't even find people that really wanted to do it because he has no fucking friends. Like, right. the dude is miserable. He's burning. Every bridge now. Yeah, fuck it. Chevy Chase sucks. Like, just flat the fuck out. <laughs> Chevy Chase shouldn't be anywhere near the top ten. I do not I, care. The, the thing that is, is blasphemous. You know what? It's like I, I, as I got older, I same thing. I look back at some of the movies I watched when I was younger. And I'm like, what is the appeal behind temperature? I don't. I don't know. The appeal behind what? Period. Oh, Chevy Chase? Yeah, yeah, I got nothing for you on that And one. I I mean, I know that uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is like, it's like a classic I like Christmas that movie. movie. I like it too, but it's I like fun. it because of fucking Randy Quaid. And, I like it because of literally anybody and, else. And, I like yeah, his shitty neighbors. Yeah, all of, like, yeah, know, like, exactly, I, and it's Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, like, Randy Before Quaid. anybody really knew who she was, kind of, and... Yeah, there's a lot of like other characters in that movie that make it funny, but he's yeah. not the one. You he's know, just there. he's just like the mm, reacting R- to shit. So. Randy Quaid has the mo- the line of that movie when uh, Chevy Chase talks about, and you can hear Santa. And it's like a pause. He's like, serious, Clark. <laughs> he's got he's <laughs> he got a bunch it. of lines yeah. in that movie it's that are so great. Great, like that. You serious, Clark? Just the way yeah. he delivers it, and it's it's good. That, that's the only dream. Like I just I remember watching Vacation, and people were like, like. My grandpa and like my uncle were like, "This is an important comedy. This was part of us growing up." <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That movie's eh. Eh. It's before comedy was like that was back. It's one of those things like uh, we've touched on on this on, on this show with like Nirvana and like Metallica. It's like you were first. It doesn't mean you're the best. That's a conversation point for a different one day. Of the first I think, I think getting, a more carried away. I think a more appropriate thing to say is that it doesn't translate to. Yeah. To now, but oh, I mean, that's just the either way, Chevy right. Chase. I think we can all agree it was yeah. way the fuck. Chevy Chase sucks. Chevy Chase not even on my list of top 145 cast members, and there's only 145 numbers. So that's done. We we sorted through it. Uh, the list again is a RollingStone.com list. You can find it on the internets. Other things you can find on the internet, well, fucking our website and our shows. You're listening to us. Yeah, you're listening to it right now. Check us out and check out all of the wonderful shows on SportsRadioDetroit.com. Uh, like and subscribe and re- review. I don't want to. I don't want to harp on it too hard, but absolutely review us. Let us know we're doing well at Over Under Fair on Twitter, Over Under Fair Pod at Gmail dot com. Like our Facebook page. Send us some love. Review these episodes. We want you to because we love you and want to keep doing this. But we need you to review. It helps us a lot. Did Lacey, you want something to say? Um, not to pull away from the whole social media aspect, but just to be clear, I don't think we said this at the beginning of the show, but. We all firmly understand that lists, when we review them, are kind of like a collaborative effort of a few people. Oh, for sure. And we know that this is not something that's like set in stone. Like, this is the authority on lists. Oh, right, no. It's kind of just more for fun. Yeah, so, we just you know found what I mean? List we just want to take talk it easy. It. Yeah, yeah, just made it a list that we could pull apart. that. Because if we so, made our own list, it would look way different. And if we found a list somewhere else, I'm sure it would look different than this one. Exactly. So if we found this one, we picked this one. We don't want to take it too seriously, but, you know, it is what it is. And that's right? what SNL is for. Don't take it too seriously. We had fun doing it. You have fun watching it. And you have fun listening to us. So hit all those things I just told you to hit. Give us some feedback. And uh, until until we see you live from Redford, this has been Over Under Fair.